0: The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Good morning. It's Thursday morning and we're glad you're with us as we take a few minutes out of our day in God's word and I appreciate you being part of this while you're watching this on Facebook or Instagram or listening to the audio version. Um, I just appreciate the opportunity to share God's Word and teach God's Word and we hope that the next few minutes will be in help and encouragement to you. We've been going for now for a few weeks with the book of 2 Corinthians and uh, we are in 2 Corinthians chapter 10. We mentioned yesterday that we're really kind of break this section of Scripture down in several episodes. Uh, the Scripture is always full and rich of so many great things, but there's just so many specific things that I hope that we can just take a few minutes each day to look at that I think will be a help. I think will be an encouragement. And uh, so that's what we're going to do now in 2 Corinthians chapter 10. Um, I'm going to pick up with the verse that we kind of focused the end of our episode yesterday on in verse 3. It says, for though, I, we, though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. And then it says in verse 4, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God, for pulling down strongholds, so again we talked yesterday about the idea that even though we walk and live as humans, in the Bible describes that as the flesh, the human nature, uh, though that's how we live, though that's the reality of where we are, He says we do not war according to the flesh, the um, engagement of war, the. Um, instructions we're supposed to follow, the way we the approach it, are very different. We don't, you can't just look at the physical symptoms, you can't just look at the circumstances and say this is obvious. There's always something deeper. Satan is a roaring lion, walking about seeking me to devour. We said in Ephesians, it's like, you know, we are going against the wiles of the devil, the devices of the devil. And so we have to see, and, and sometimes what we see is just what it is. It's just a circumstance, that's all it is. But in, in some occasions, we have to realize that it is Satan really trying to get in, trying to discourage. we got to make one, we got to be able to discern that. All right? Sometimes my circumstance I'm in is simply a result of a decision I made. Uh, good or bad, whatever, um, I embrace it, I, I take ownership, and I move forward from it. And sometimes that's simply all it is. Um, sometimes a circumstance is just life, And, uh, you know, we need God and grace to go through it, but it's not necessarily a spiritual attack. I will say this I think sometimes we blame God for so many things that are just life. We live in a broken, sinful world. We live around sinful people. We are sinful people. All right. So to say that just because my life is not perfect right now, it must be God's fault or Satan must be attacking me, sometimes it's just the fact that we live in a broken world. So I hope we understand. We look at this. I, I don't like the idea that every time my life is not perfect, we blame God or spiritual warfare. There are things that sometimes we just need to do. If we decide to go spend our entire paycheck in entertainment and then we can't afford to pay for groceries, that's not spiritual warfare. That's just us not being wise to our finances. So we do have to understand there is a balance there. But in that aspect, as we look at this, I want to focus the idea here, though. He says the weapons in verse 4 of our warfare, when we are truly in war, are not carnal. And what that simply means, they're not human. They're not just, un, you know, the word carnal. A lot of times you run to carnal, we think unspiritual, full of sin. Honestly, carnality in its most simplistic form is just simply not walking with God. It's not growing in Christ. You're you're living according to the emptiness, the thinking of the world. You're not really following Jesus. Um, you're following that thinking and the emptiness. It's carnal. It's empty, really. He goes, but we're not, those are not. The weapons of our for are not human, really, but they are mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. Now, what I want to do... Uh, I wanna take this couple minutes and talk about this idea of strongholds. And the best aspect we can look at to describe if maybe we're struggling with stronghold is as a Christian, if we are engaging in the things we should, if we're in the, in the Word of God, if we're in church, and we desire to grow, Uh, And if you're watching something like this, I would assume, yeah, you probably are. If you're doing that and you say, I feel like I'm being held back, you have to go back and wonder why. You know, you have a a car, and you start to take off at the parking lot, and it seems like the thing just won't move. Well, what's holding you back? You have the emergency brake still on, the engine's not working. You go and look, what is it? This thing should naturally progress. It should naturally grow forward. What's stopping it? And that'd be the same thing. And a stronghold is literally something in our life that's holding us down, Uh, it's holding us back. And uh, Now, I'm not going to go through and list st- a list of strongholds, because frankly, the moment I start listing things that I would consider to be different strongholds, if I'm not careful, I'm, I'm going to skip one that might be yours. What I want to do is I want to describe the idea of strongholds and let the Holy Spirit help you to look and see maybe what we're looking at is something you are. Um, so I start with this description of stronghold. I, it's, it's where spiritual darkness reigns. Is anything in us? strong enough to keep us from becoming life, like Christ in an area of our life. Uh, one man put it this way, spiritual stronghold is a mindset impregnated with hopelessness that causes us to accept as unchangeable situations we know are contrary to the will of God. So I've got a circumstance in my life that I know God has told me and he wants me to be able to gain victory from and grow through and move forward, a legitimate issue. And I have just embraced the fact that this is how I'm going to be. I can't move forward. I'll give one example of it. Uh, We get this idea sometimes of an angry person, a bitter person. The Bible says the root of bitterness can build up in us. And and then by that, others, many others can be defiled as a result of it. And this idea of anger and bitterness, well, this happened to me. This is just who I am. I'm an angry person. Uh, It's not necessarily what God's told us. We can move beyond that. We can find joy and freedom if we're willing to follow scripture. Now I can name a bunch of other things like that, but sometimes we are in a circumstance we should be able to grow and we're not. um, And so that's a stronghold, anything that it's holding on to us like that. In Ephesians, we're told not to give place to the devil. Don't give him a stronghold where what was a struggle, something we're trying to grow out of, a sin, whatever, and it gains a hold of us. Don't let that take place. Now, I will say this, the longer a stronghold is allowed to remain, the more difficult it is to deal with. Because at first, we begin to make excuses for it. Well, you know, this is just me, this is my circumstances, my past, or whatever it is. Then we begin to justify it. Well, I have a right to be like this. And again, we can blame circumstances. Um, then we begin to legalize it. Well, if you understand where I was coming from and we begin to begin to say why it's a good thing to do, well, then we start to fight to protect it. This is who I am. You just need to like me, accept me as I am. And don't get me wrong. We should love and accept people as they are, but I should be growing through these things in my life, not just staying. See, God doesn't want us just to stay in one spot in our Christian journey. He wants us to grow. Satan wants us to stay in that Christian journey. Um, so where do the next thing I want to mention is where do strongholds come from? Uh, where, where, where do you know? Where do they develop in our life? Uh, really, I think they're divided. They're uh, brought from three sources. The first one is a stronghold may find root in experiences behind us. Um, you know, psychiatrists, the psychologists—they go back. They tell me about your childhood, things of that nature. And there's some legitimacy in it, and it's, you know, a bad experience in our past or you know, lack of a good home or things of that nature and we can go back and say this is where it came from. Some struggle with any type of relationship because they've been rejected so many times in life and they push people away. We could be the same idea. So it's from what I would consider a legitimate experience or a legitimate circumstance in life um, that has put something in our life. The question is, does it need to stay? When we when we come to Christ, we're a new creation and we have the opportunity to grow through that and beyond that. The second thing is a stronghold. To be rooted in the environment around us. All right, so what is considered normal and acceptable by the world around us may be in direct conflict with the word of God. So in that simple point, uh, we look and say the world's okay with it, I should be okay with it, and you know what, that's exactly what Satan wants you to believe, because he wants you to be held in with the thinking and the unbiblical, ungodly, carnal emptiness of the thinking of the world, and that's where you're stuck. In fact, it's amazing how people run after the thinking of the world and then blame church and God for the battle they're in when they followed the thinking of the world that got themselves there. So that might be the second one. The third one is a stronghold may be derived from a system of error within us. False information that we put in can produce false conclusions. We talked about this yesterday, that if we have the wrong thinking, it develops into the wrong belief system, which then ultimately resolves in the wrong actions. Uh, if you believe somebody has said something offensive to you, you, you know, someone lied to you, you hear what so-and-so said about you, and you listen to that, then you believe it, you might run out and yell at that person, get all angry, to find out none of it was true. The wrong thinking develops their own belief system, which results, it results in the wrong type of action. So, so what, what, do, what do we do in this situation? Uh, what, what, are the, what are some steps that we can take um First of all, we must make sure that we filter the truth that we're hearing through the Word of God. We must make sure that we take time in prayer. Lord, how do I how do I filter the information I'm in giving? You know, James tells us quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger, slow to wrath. Um, if we're so busy Projecting what we think and not listening—that's um, only going to make it worse. Two, acknowledge that you know we're all sin. The Bible says in First John, if we say that we do not have sin, we have deceived ourselves. The truth is not in us. So we are all sinners. Um, and by, but we do not have to live under the captivity of that sin. And then we, do, we go to the Word of God because the Word of God is that source of answer. What does the Bible say about this? What does the Bible say about And by the way, the Bible will reference what you're going through. Uh, we learned from Solomon, there's no new thing under the sun. You know What they dealt with when the Bible is being written are the same things we deal with today. Don't get me wrong, they present themselves differently. They're termed differently in the 21st century, but in all reality, they're no different than what the children of Israel had when they walked to the wilderness and all these different things, all through history, all through the Bible, um, the things are the same. And so we come to God and we give it to Him. Now, tomorrow what we're going to do, we talked to yesterday about the idea of the reality of this um, warfare. Today we talk about strongholds that can hold us back, because here's the simple point. If I don't deal with my stronghold, I'll never be able to move forward in my Christian life, right? I'll be always held back by this anchor. Tomorrow we're going to uh, dive in a bit more into our thinking, because our thinking, in the same context, our thinking is what often develops um, this stronghold. And so we're going to dig deeper into the thinking, look through scripture, talk about this idea of our thought pattern our thought and how it is that it can not only hurt us, but ultimately can be the thing that can help bring freedom if we're putting it into the right perspective. So we thanks for joining us today, giving me a few minutes to be part of your day. I appreciate it. Hope it's an encouragement. And uh, stick with us as we keep digging through the word of God. And we really believe that will be a help and encouragement as we look to the source of truth, which is the Word of God. Thanks for joining us today. We look forward to seeing you again tomorrow.